0: This is the hiking through life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today.
1: Are you looking for some wool for your little ones on your next adventure? Try Ella's wool. We've been using Ella's wool since Rory was two months old. And I can say that he's always snug and cozy when he's in his Ella's wool on our outside adventures. The moisture wicking material is sure to keep your little one comfortable on their next adventure. Whether it's around the block or trekking to the top of a mountain, Ella's Wool will have your little ones covered. Use code Life 2020 to save 10% off your order. Go to ellaswool.com and use the code Life 2020 to save 10% off your next order.
0: Are you planning a through hike? Or are you just sick of sitting around your house and want to get out? Maybe you're looking at doing a backpacking trip this summer, whether it be just for a couple nights, or maybe you have bigger aspirations like the AT or the PCT. Either way, you're going to need some delicious food on your trip. Backcountry Foodie provides recipes and meal planning tools, everything that you need to make sure that you get the proper nutrition while you're out on the trail. Check out backcountryfoodie.com and you can use the code Life to save 20% when you sign up at backcountryfoodie.com. We're excited to use Backcountry Foodie's meal planning kit to get away from some of our more regular meals and try something different. So again, if you use the code HIKINGTHROUGHLIFE, you can save 20% when you sign up at backcountryfoodie.com. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast, where we talk with people who in some way, shape, or form have been influenced by the outdoors. I'm Andy, the producer of this podcast, and my lovely wife, Sarah, will be your host. Together, we make up hiking through life.
1: This podcast is all about bringing all kinds of people who are inspired by the outdoors and sharing their stories.
0: We hope that by sharing people's stories, it inspires others to get out and live a more meaningful life. Tune in every week for new episodes, or better yet, subscribe to the Hiking Through Life podcast on your favorite podcast provider. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others. Also, if you have a story to share or know of anyone who might be interested in being a guest on this podcast, head on over to hikingthroughlife.net slash podcast and get in touch with us. Now sit back and enjoy this week's episode.
1: Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast. This is episode... One, zero, zero. One hundred. A big deal. Super exciting that this is episode one hundred. So that's kind of why we decided to record our own thing instead of putting out a guest interview this time. It's episode one hundred and we're giving life updates all around. We haven't recorded one of these with Sarah and Andy maybe since New Year's.
0: Yeah, I think our reflections of the years are kind of the only time we do this now.
1: Yeah, you guys don't hear Andy much. He's still around.
0: <laughs> you hear me in some of the, the ads at the beginning, but that's about it.
1: He's still here in the background editing. Here we are in May. It's May. It's almost June. We had another child. Um, We had Sawyer Jean Kermode. She's one week week old today, yeah. Yeah, exactly one week old, guys. Earlier today, we were talking about how a year ago, we were selling our house. I think we were going to sell our house in like five days or something. And we were going to get in a van and travel for the summer.
0: Yeah, we closed on selling our house on June 4th. Well, actually, we signed all of the papers on June 1st and the buyers on June 4th. But, you know, with COVID, we could kind of do it virtually or not in person with each other. So that worked out great for us because we ended up June 1st, then hitting the road and taking our first trip up north. So we went up to Lake Superior in Minnesota on, along the north shore of Lake Superior. And started pretty much our road trip and van life for the summer. Yeah. And that was only one year ago. That
1: was only one year ago. I don't know. It's just this whole year. The theme of this year is really just um, constant change and transition. I wrote a blog about this on the parenting blog. That was the first parenting blog in like maybe since last summer.
0: Yeah, you can find (laughs) that at parenting.hikingthroughlife.net. It is quite the year because, like Sarah was mentioning earlier today, we talked about the past year and where we were at, kind of at this time last year, and even where we were at at the end of the summer, last summer, and kind of how everything has changed since then.
1: So much. Like, at the end of last summer, we were gonna get a townhome. We didn't know we were pregnant. Like... We had no idea that we would be here where we are now with two children and still living with Andy's mom, thankfully, having a roof over our heads and now having grandma to help with two children under the age of two.
0: Yeah. So that's been a blessing for sure. But yeah, we came back from our road trip this summer from van life. Sarah went back to school. She taught at the outdoor preschool that she has been at. I mean, last year it started, well, not this past school year, but the one before that during COVID, Yeah. it had transitioned to outdoors. And our plan kind of was Mm -hmm. to stick around here and to find a townhome kind of settle into something that we didn't have to maintain as much as kind of our single family home that we were in prior to this.
1: Yeah, because that was our big thing. Like, we had this beautiful home, but we had to be home so much to maintain it, and we wanted to be traveling all the time.
0: Yes, so our plan was to do the van life again this summer, but we found out shortly after we got home... Well. I shouldn't say shortly after we got home from van life last summer. It was it maybe was a couple months. <laughs> a
1: couple months, because it was the entire first trimester that I was pregnant. That, that we did not know about. <laughs> that we didn't know.
0: After we found that out, and this is after we also put in an offer on a couple townhomes but didn't get them, we found out that Sarah was pregnant in, what was it, late October?
1: Uh, Yeah, it was, no, it was more like early November. So it might have been early November,
0: yeah, we found out she was pregnant, and she was further along than we had expected as well. So, like she said she was pretty she was like just into the second trimester, third of the way through the pregnancy, we pretty much found out,
1: and literally, like all through we were gonna like go make up we were working really crazy on a hostile business plan too, yeah, all before we found out I was pregnant,
0: yeah, so we I kinda, can't believe that
1: was all like the last nine months, <laughs> like
0: yeah. We had the idea of doing van life, but also opening a hostel in north, northern Minnesota. So, like Sarah said, we're kind of just putting the business plan together. We were even looking at properties and looking to make some offers on some properties. And then we found out she was pregnant. We didn't realize, at the time, how difficult it might be to... Well, maybe you did. But I thought, oh, we could still run the hostel... And I raise said, no, two kids. Let's put
1: this on hold. So it's not like that dream is like crushed. It's not like it's never going to happen. It's still definitely something that's in our minds that we might do one day. But currently, where we are now, I just don't believe it's fitting for our life currently.
0: Instead, we decided that maybe it's better if we just kind of like settle down, spend family time together with the van it would have just been it would have been too tight of a space to do with two babies well one toddler one newborn so we thought about maybe doing an RV and then we thought you know how are we going to manage all of that and do we want to be doing that with a newborn
1: yeah i just think right now a little more space sounds more comfortable and appealing than being in a very small space especially now like now Andy has a job like that's another part of our like life transition like I stopped working this school year I am done now and Andy's going back to work I'm staying home with the children now so he's gonna remote work but it's like
0: but it's a full-time gig and it's I don't get summers off like Sarah did when she was teaching so it's gonna make the travel a little more difficult. We'll still do camping and hiking and all of that, but it won't be it won't be quite like it used to be with our road trips during the summer. And I think it'll just be some weekend stuff to start out with. And then we'll figure out where we're going from there. But we definitely want to down the road open that hostel and really be involved with the hiking community and even guide some hikes too. And that's another thing that we kind of have been continuing to put on hold. We still Mm. want to do some guided backpacking trips and help mentor others that are trying to get into the outdoors or that just want to be in a more social environment when they do go out, but maybe don't have the friends that want to go out with them or family around um, that want to do that activity as well. So we want to provide that opportunity at some point. But again, it's going to be a little bit hard now that I've started full-time job and we have the two little ones running around.
1: Yeah. Like doing these little reflection podcasts, I think are good for our minds to remind us like the whole thing of hiking through life and like why we started it and everything. And now, yeah, it's kind of crazy with where we are like only 2 years like 2 years ago we didn't have kids and now where does that such a different point in our life now but we still value so much about what hiking through life is and what we want it to be where it can go it's just life happens and kids come and plans get put on hold
0: it's definitely an el- ever evolving journey and Always. one that yeah i feel like it definitely can relate in a way to hiking and more so like a through hike. You know, think of the through hike as your life and how you're getting from point A to point B. So basically you have this plan, you've put all of this work into, okay, maybe I want to go this direction. I want to do this many miles. I want to be be here at this point in my life. I want to get to this campsite at the end of my day. But things happen. So for us, having a child happened. And it was a little unexpected. You know, when you're out on the trail, things happen. Whether it's um, an injury or you can't make it as far as you wanted because of weather. Or something else happens in which you just couldn't go the miles you wanted to. So you have to adjust your plans. And I think much is the same in life and even more so in life. So the through hike is kind of that mini analogy that I think that we've grown to experience in our life.
1: Yeah, I think like, yeah, just this entire year has been so much of a, a through hike analogy. It's been like a just so many transitions and so many unknowns. Like, I mean, I feel like the months of like, no, like, March through, like, now we're just waiting phases. And I was getting so antsy for everything. I was getting antsy to be done with school and st- to, like, start my maternity leave. I was getting antsy for Andy to find a job. I was getting antsy for the baby to come. And now it's, like, the last thing that we have on our, like, to-do list is find a place to live. And that's a whole other, like hurdle of things to go through Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and that that you can really compare to um the monotony too of some of those days on the trail when you're just you're like why am I out here just plodding along putting one foot in front of the other just going through the motions and nothing super exciting might be happening that day Or even just maybe in that week, you're just kind of in a funk and you're just like, okay, I'm just waiting to get to the next campsite. I'm waiting to get to the next town. I just got to make it, you know, 20 more miles. I just got to make it 30 more miles or so. And then the next day I got to make 15 miles. And some days out on the trail, you just get in your own head and you are in that kind of waiting game in a way where you're waiting to get done with the trail or get to the next town so you can resupply or get a hot shower, or get a really delicious meal at the diner or something. Yeah. So it's...
1: Well, and like you question it, like like Andy said, like, why are you even out on the trail? Am I even making the right decision?
0: Yeah. And sometimes you do want to go back to something that's easier or something that, like we've thrown the idea around of just getting another place, buying another home kind of in the same general area that we were living in prior to selling our old home. But I think we do really crave something else, and that's what we've been planning for a little bit now, especially with the baby. We want to move up to northern Minnesota and at least get like a feel for what it would be to live up there, because we've talked about it many times just amongst ourselves of how A lot of the things we enjoy doing are up that way, like the Superior Hiking Trail, like the Superior National Forest, the Boundary Waters, and all of those outdoor activities that come with Northern Minnesota. And I think being closer to that, we would find a little more meaning and joy and purpose and be able to easily share that more with the family and friends that we have around here right now in the cities and provide them an opportunity to come up and stay with us and kind of introduce them more to that
1: yeah it's definitely like a yeah we want to go up there and be up there yeah now it's like now that we have two little kids i like do go back and forth once again but we just gotta like stick to stick to like what our guts are telling us
0: Yeah, and it's nice to be with family right now, for sure, with the two little ones, especially a newborn. It's nice to have grandma and grandpa around. It's nice to have friends around. It's nice to have all of that. And we will make friends wherever we do go. But, yeah, having that family close by. And we're only going to be a couple hours away from family. And I think we'll be traveling back and forth enough to visit and for our children to, um, get that quality time with the family.
1: Yeah, I think it would be, I think like the big thing right now is like seeing, trying to imagine that because right now all we know is like so much family around us right now. Mm -hmm. Like we're just so enmeshed in family and friends and like this close community here right now. So to go somewhere only two hours away, it it would be different than what Mm -hmm. we have now. But I think it's something that we've talked about for so long that it's just like one of those things you just have to try and just do.
0: Kind of like when you are trying to plan your next hike and you just don't know what is to come, the best you can do is really do your research and make sure that you kind of are prepared for what to expect. However, you're never going to know what is around the next corner. You may have an idea, but you might not know really how tough the terrain is or how beautiful the scenery might be.
1: Right. Until you try it. It's just one of those things you have to do. If it's like on your mind, you should jump in and try it because you don't know what's on the other side.
0: That's very much what we did with Um, the van last summer and traveling in that and selling our house. We didn't know exactly how it would go, but we knew we really wanted to try it out and we really thought we would enjoy it, and we did.
1: Yeah, we totally did. And like we said, we would be doing it again if we had only one kid. We just don't have a large enough van to do it with two. But like we said, we're ready to kind of settle in a home right now. Um, but speaking of two kids, now with two kids, having a second child is, you know, you just kind of like know what to expect. Like this, this birth was a lot quicker. I only had to be, uh, pushing for 32 minutes as opposed to Rory was five hours and that was great. But just like two kids, it's like, I don't know, the whole newborn phase is just different this time around.
0: It's a little easier just because we just know what to expect. Um, We've been there and done that. Just kind of like when you get out on the trail again and you've maybe hiked that section, you kind of really know what to expect. You know where the water sources are. You really know where kind of the campsite is. Maybe you know that you might have to scramble up this rock and you didn't realize that the first time. But I think... Some of those those things that are kind of unknown at first are, are very much easier that second time around.
1: So much easier the second time around. And just, like, not as much anxiety about what, it, what it'll be like, like, what birth will be like, what having a baby at home will be like, what postpartum is like. Not to say it's, like, not, it's still, like, tiring, but it's, you just know what to expect. You're just more comfortable going through everything the second time around.
0: We were talking today, just before the podcast, when we were out on our walk, that it's so much different, too, when your little toddler's not around. So, like, Rory's out with his grandparents, Sarah's parents, today, and we had just our newborn, and she was, you know, kind of, it was kind of nice to really go back to that just having the newborn type phase without the toddler running around too.
1: Yeah. Like having a one and a half year old around, it it just, it, it makes for such a different experience when you have a newborn.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh man, having this newborn right now, it's so calming. Just like, it's quiet. Like we can just kind of sit here. She cries every so often, but it's not like we don't have this busy body around us all the time right now.
1: Yeah, it's a very different experience. And, like, with Rory, too, when he was a newborn, it was literally just Andy and I, because it was during COVID. We didn't have people over for two weeks. We were just quarantined with our newborn for two weeks. And this time around, we have grandma here. I mean, we're with living with grandma, and we've had visitors, like, in and out of the house. It's just a very different experience, of a newborn this time around. I appreciate them both. I think mm-hmm. having a newborn during COVID was like extra special because you literally are just like having this very close bonding time with only your immediate family.
0: Yeah. And it was for the first two weeks, it was just us and the newborn with when Rory was born during COVID. So it's like, it was very much, uh, great bonding and very intimate experience with your newborn, especially that being our first one too. It was, it was amazing. And now it's like, I'm fortunate enough to work from home where I can still spend that time with Sarah and our newborn and Rory at the same time. So it's great. And it's really great seeing him interact with our new daughter. So He's been a very, very good big brother, very gentle and loving, and just wants to hold her and share everything with her.
1: Yeah, it's very sweet. We kind of expected that out of him based on what we've seen him, seen out of Rory.
0: Yeah, just that's kind of his personality and how he interacts with others.
1: Yeah, very soft and gentle, easygoing. I think a lot of that is the van life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was pretty. He was pretty easygoing even before we got into fan life. But I think also, yeah, there probably is a little bit to do with really not being around all that stimulation all the time and people. And because we were kind of
1: isolated, just more in the woods. <laughs> yeah, just secluded. And he's home with us all the time. He just isn't around a lot of stimulation, doesn't go to daycare or anything, isn't around a lot of kids, so
0: Well he had the outdoors too, so yeah. I think that plays a good part too or he had all that fresh air, he's not in front of a screen all the time and he's just he was able to absorb his surroundings a little bit better because of not having maybe the chaos of the neighborhood or whatnot around him.
1: Yeah, it was just us in the woods. Yeah, so that's our life update currently. Two kids under two. We are all healthy and doing well and enjoying our time as a family of four plus Daisy. Daisy has adjusted well to the baby too. She is very concerned when Sawyer cries as we thought it would be.
0: Yeah, very much reacted in a similar way to when Rory was born and just very curious and yeah, very much so kind of on guard too um, with the new family member where she, whenever Sawyer cries, Daisy's always the first to jump up and go see if anything's wrong and alert us to kind of go over to the baby. So And she just wants to lick and make sure that everything's fine.
1: Yeah, she's already, like, she's very much, like, learned, like, Sawyer is now a part of this family unit. And she needs to kind of protect her.
0: Yeah, and she's done that a lot with Rory, too. So I think it's going to be a great family unit here. And we are looking forward to getting out and adventuring this summer. And we keep talking about when's when's our first camping trip going to be with Sawyer. So, Rory's was when he was five weeks old. And I think Sawyer's might be a little sooner now that it's summer and it's warm.
1: And we want to get out before it's like prime mosquito season.
0: Yeah. So, maybe in the next week or two, Sawyer will get out and maybe before she's a month old.
1: Yeah, I think we got to do it here. And it'll probably just be a couple nights. I think that's a good starting point. With Rory, all we did was one night just to get out, try it out, and. It it was a learning curve to be out there with a newborn. I think the hardest part was it was cold. My biggest worry was how cold it was and that he was going to be cold all night. Because this was like November.
0: It was in November. It was like a weird day in which it got up to like 70, but then the lows were in the 40s. It was down to like 40, maybe even in the 30s. But yeah, it was just like it happened to be a warm stretch for the weekend we're like okay we got to get out otherwise rory won't be camping until the spring and we did it and yeah like sarah said she was up all night making sure rory was warm and we brought the pack and play but i think sarah kind of we just
1: like held him most of the night Yeah,
0: cuddled him up and made sure he was warm
1: yeah so it'll be different with sawyer since it'll be summer i don't know maybe i'll be worried that we're getting too hot
0: well, and we have the van this time too, so we have you know some fans and stuff if it's too hot. So I think it'll be a little bit easier of an experience for us and for her.
1: Yeah, it will be. And we'll we'll take the van, but like we said there's not enough room for all of us in it. So we'll still have to drive two vehicles to wherever this place is.
0: Yeah, we'll just do some sort of a driving campsite and Something with maybe a bathroom and um, running water, but we'll see. And maybe some backpacking this summer.
1: Yeah, I think we got to try backpacking with two two kids under two. We just got to try it. Andy wanted to go to the Boundary Waters with two children under two. I kind of put my foot down on that and said, that's crazy. And maybe if we had enough adults, I'm sure we could recruit enough adults to join us.
0: I think we can do it when maybe Sawyer's a couple months old at the end of the summer. So maybe like August or even early September, really, I mean, it might be a little colder up there then, but especially early September.
1: Yeah. Usually we're getting ready to go next weekend. Like for the past four or five years, we've been in the Boundary Waters the first weekend in June.
0: So yeah, it's different experience for us I mean she's probably a little too young right now only being a week old but I'm sure somebody's done it before with a week old baby but um yeah I think we would find enough friends and family that would want to go with us and we could probably do it at the end of end of the summer and be fine just a couple days or so and I think it'll be fine, but yeah, maybe we'll do backpacking first.
1: Yeah, I feel more comfortable out of water first. We'll give that a trial. Then we'll do that. I just, I think Rory in the canoe makes me a wee bit nervous, but. Yeah, that'll be a interesting. People do it. People do it. It happens all the time with one and a half year olds. You just need someone with him and then someone with Sawyer.
0: Yep. And then some paddlers. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this all goes, but we're excited and we're excited for new adventures, a little bit different adventures, and some change of plans that are coming our way.
1: New things to come, just a whole new chapter of life here for Hiking Through Life, now that we're a family of four plus Daisy, family of five. So thanks for listening to our life update. Um, we'll be posting more blogs. I'm going to be doing more parenting blogs and getting more into that. So stay tuned for hiking through life, parenting. It's coming guys.
0: And stay tuned for some more podcasts. We have a couple more guests that we're excited to share with you guys. So stay tuned for that.
1: Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.